Hi, thank you um, everyone for tuning in to talk about live from uh, podcast, YouTube and Instagram. And today we've got this very special uh, panel. We've got Debbie. Uh, she's the author of For the Children with Love. Um, CO Vault, that's her name. And she's got a series of books coming up about abuse and she herself was an abuse therapist. So therefore, I'm so um, honored to have her um, on the show together with me uh, to give her opinion about today's topic about love in the tech age. And I've also got the wonderful um, celebrity doctor, um, Dr. Moby. Um, and, uh, you know, he uh, is the number one uh, podcast um, in the US and we've got 6 million podcasters all over the world. Can you imagine his voted number one in the US? So um, thank you so much, Dr. Moby. Um, so today about um, love in a tech age. Um, so Dr. Moby, um, you know, we are, we are all in this world of technology. So the backdrop of this is, first of all, in this um, question, does it make it any easier or harder for Debbie and Dr. Moby? You know, as time goes by, um, without any mention of the age, but you know, as time goes by, as someone matures, you've formed your, your mind, your view of the world, your political uh, views, your political inclinations, faith, etc. Does it make anyone harder to actually get a compatible companion under one roof? Um, let's have the lady first. Yeah. Uh, well, first I need to say that I'm not a therapist. I was an assessment worker, so I'm not a therapist. I want to clarify that. Um, I think uh, with age comes with wisdom. And um, we learn to know ourselves so much more and know exactly what we want in a relationship and a partner. And um, I think we tend to set our standards higher as we age. Dr. Moby? Yes, thank you. Thank you for inviting me and uh, it's been always a pleasure meeting both of you and um, I, I, I think you're doing a wonderful job um, to just and this is another feather in your cap, you know. What do you think so, is harder uh, we, for anyone, especially a man, to find a compatible, any man, you know, to find a, someone compatible as someone grows wiser or more uh, kind of they have, they have their own political view or view of the world. You know, I think um, with times, if you, it's actually equally uh, same in terms of, uh, you know, difficulty for men and women, you know, because, uh, you know, times have changed, you know, so if you look at, um, you know, so women are more independent, which is great thing because there was a time where they were kind of thinking, oh, maybe our life ends at certain age, okay. So now that is out of the window. So now, uh, which I see mostly, they are very well independent, confident, they're working on their career, all great things. They're not really dependent on anyone, okay. And I think this is so such a great thing for anyone, whether it's a man or a woman. Then there is also, you know, because we are in a kind of very different age with the relationships, 
times have changed and uh, you don't have to now go out and meet someone. I mean, you can be on social media and then you can really know a lot about that person. And, you know, uh, so, but there's a good and bad about both. Um, you know, there are, unfortunately, some people would take advantage of that system and they will post something, things in it, which they are not, right? And then, uh, then you you have some kind of, you know, these internet marriages or kind of dates, blind dates. And then I think that ends up with the, with the problem. On the other hand, these also opened up um, really nice, nice avenues for for all of us. Pretty much, look at I think I was reading about our uh, current vice president uh, Kamala Harris, and uh, you know she said how she met was uh, on Google. She googled. Uh, so uh, you know about uh, she, uh, you know so. So basically what I'm saying is that there's always pros and cons for both. For men, it's not the uh, same thing as, uh, you know, uh, for women probably they have a more social gathering or in terms of their at least ability to connect. Men tend to be a little bit more uh, reserved, you know, right? Reserved. So, so then, uh, you know, so you could have, uh, so in my opinion, girls or women, they have more friends. Okay. Mm. okay. And I think Dr. Moby talked about technology. Um, I thought something would be um, so apt to, to actually bring this in. Um, you know, technology is a double-edged double sword, right? Yeah. You can meet someone and that's the same um, as actually as uh, as we got we it, it seems that technology has shortened a lot of things and made things faster and yet we find that we got less time <laughs> i think that's such a saying there um I, I want to know like have you um do you think it is easier for anyone um beyond just texting uh, meeting someone to really have a real relationship um just being on like Zoom, is it possible to really develop something like that from 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 like a Zoom uh, event from like a Match.com? Do you think it's possible, Debbie or, or Dr. Moby? I I mean I'm sure that it is, and I I remember years ago when um, I think it was MySpace or something was out, and you know when it first all the social media started and. And I had a friend who she met her future husband in a chat room and they lived in different states. They talked for a while. They finally met. They're married. They have children. They're happy. Um, so I do think it's possible. It I possible. personally, I feel like technology tends to cause a lot of problems in a relationship. I think texting, mm -hmm. you, you cannot get out um, emotions and feelings and texting and things can be taken so wrong. Yeah. And I also think with all the technology around, it hurts the trust in a relationship. I, I can tell you personally, I don't check my husband's cell phone. I don't have, I, we don't have passcodes. He's welcome to look at mine. I can look at his, neither one of us do because we trust each other. But I know so many people who check their, their spouse's cell phones and, and like look into it because of the trust factor we, there's just so much out there. It makes it very hard 
to keep the intimacy when you're involving mm -hmm. everybody on Facebook in your relationship. Does that make sense? What about yeah. you? Yeah, no, I think uh, she has a great point. I have seen both ways too. You know, like uh, me and my wife, uh, she can check. I mean, she knows all my passcode and everything. It doesn't matter, really. So, um, you know, um, so she can check anytime and I, uh, I also know hers. And so, do we check? Not really. Because, you know, there's a mutual trust and uh, so. And, but there are couples which I know, they, um, they have kind of a different lives and they have different passwords for different things, okay? I know that uh, there are people which um, are, and then there are same for men and female both. Um, you know, but the question is, is is I, I think we have to go by always the majority or the what is the main trend or what is the main thing. Most of people are, ha, have trust in each other. So they will take you for face value and then they will trust you. Um, can people cheat? Yes, absolutely. Anyone can cheat. You know, humans are the worst uh, in that aspect you know they, they try to cheat or do bad things unfortunately they can go to all extremes uh, you know but but in my opinion we should just go by by language of love we should believe in love uh, that's what i do um and i i always say you know believe in love yes there are people who have given bad name to love yes absolutely but but you know still we should believe in uh, you know good things and love. That's my philosophy. Yeah. Um, you know, in your experience, uh, um, Debbie and Doctor Mohi, um, you know, I'm sure all of us have got some past experience. Maybe even in the teenage years. Um, what do you think um, are the critical success factors? Um, of a relationship. We've mentioned about trust. Besides that, um, what kind of factors are conducive for a success and what kind of factors will make a relationship fail? Um, Dr. Mobi? Okay, but well, thank you for asking me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think uh, like we all learn, you know, um, so I think uh, we all have, have also I think ability to connect and also uh, kind of explore. These are all human natures, uh, you know. So when I remember, you know, uh, I my current, of course, my wife is was not my first friend. So, but this this is normal that you know that you find or you think that other person is your uh, person you admire or like uh, one way or the other, and that might not uh, you know last long because you know it, it has to have some kind of concrete basis and um, or there's a chemistry I, I always say so and, uh, yeah and then there's some you know it's uh, we have a saying actually we have a belief in our um, uh, religion and everything is that there's a soul made for you already decided and made in heaven. Okay. Mm. So it's already written. Your destiny is written. 
so and there's all uh, everyone has it you know when they will meet and how that happens that remains to be the mystery okay so so basically the lesson from that is do not lose your patience just be no yourself yeah do not lose your patience be yourself so then you will be you will find someone um you know uh my, so my you know my wife uh, she's professional she's a physician and you know we uh, uh, she tells me all her uh, friends used to say oh, why are you going for career and everything because it's hard to uh, date somebody you know when they become very independent and so forth but she said doesn't matter because if i am destined to meet someone i mean she belongs from different country than i do and we would have never ever met if i wasn't in us so um so that is that is destiny you know so uh we did residency together and then you know yeah is there any failure factors um dr mobi that you think these are the these are so critical that actually they they contribute to the the, the it breaks um the deal is there any factors that you can see that actually um, can can actually destroy your relationship i think uh, yes that's very good question so things which can also build and can also destroy so those are very similar um, you know look so that is honesty so if you become dishonest that that's going to really destroy everything you stand for so Debbie, so mm-hmm. Debbie, is Debbie, there anything but, you want to contribute and also ask uh, dr mobi anything Um well I mean I definitely agree with Dr. Moby um the way my husband and I met was was odd we knew each other there's a 16 year difference in age between us um so we're we're the odd couple I guess but you know it it's funny because I think trust is the number one um factor in a relationship and for us for my husband and I we like to laugh and we're very simple people so we to find someone that you're you're alike um we can sit on the porch and say nothing for hours and be completely happy um neither one of us are into going out we don't have huge groups of friends and and that's just not our interest we like our animals and our simple simple life and that's um I think that is really has been the key for us and we support each other's successes and I'm sure with Dr. Moby having um his wife is also a physician you have to be very supportive of each other's successes and and understanding of failures and so we really do that in our relationship and you know when I said I want to write a book and be an author he said well go ahead and do it I'll do whatever you need me to do and help and it was just you know walking that path together with the same expectations um so you know i i do i do agree with dr moby we have that soulmate it took me a while to find him but um we we are just so much alike and i have to tell you and it's kind of funny that when it came time to get married we're sitting on the front porch drinking our coffee and it was like you know well what do we want to do so we put it out on facebook and said hey we're having a cookout 
we'll supply hot dogs and hamburgers. You can bring a side dish. And by the way, we're going to get married at some point in the evening. And that's what we did. We had a marriage in our front yard. Our son-in-law married us. So, you know, very simple people. And that makes our life very simple. And, and you know, there are two things always. You know, my wife, we, we are, I think uh, there are some similarities and then there is some uh, not so simple. So, uh, you know, uh, of course, I am in showbiz now. I was never before. But my wife is um, media shy and she's always uh, shy of cameras and so forth. She would never want to do even anything but any pictures with me. That's all she would do. Uh, so, the, uh, but we are different. In the, but I, I mean, I think uh, we, there is always a question. Does opposite attract or similar kind of, um, you know, I say it doesn't matter. It matters on the chemistry. Okay. So me and my, my wife, we are opposite on many things, um, and which is good. But because we have trust, because we respect each other's opinion. So you can be totally different than me and you can say no. And I said that, but I say yes. I I listen, and at least why she or he is saying no, or at least give them space to to say that what they wanted. Yes. So that is important. It doesn't matter. You have to have. So what, when uh, I think a lot of uh, dating sites have this compatibility check and so forth. I don't know. If I would have taken that, I would have failed. So. <laughs> um, what I'm hearing is that, you know, with you and your wife, even though you're very opposite, and there are things about my husband and I that we're we're also very different. I mean, he would never want to do what I'm doing right now, or he doesn't even enjoy reading. So there's that. But um, you respect each other. You know, I'm yeah. sure that she uh, respects what you're doing and, and with your music and with your podcast and and I think respect is huge. Um, I'm always, you know, and I guess in past relationships, I understood, uh, you know, I argued, we argued, we fought, we did all of that kind of stuff. And now as, as I've gotten older and in the relationship that I have now, we don't argue because we're adults. So we sit and we discuss, we respect each other's opinion. We agree to disagree sometimes. Um, and we, we move forward. There's no arguing, yelling, screaming. There's none of that um, because we, we respect each other. So I think along with trust being so important, so is respect. Yeah, so those, those are the boundaries. If you remain, things, keep things in the boundaries. If, I mean, everybody should have discussion. They should have a uh, difference of opinion. We should voice their thoughts. But remain within a boundary. It's like you, if you want to play, play it on on the playground. Do not play outside. So that's that's it. So your our playground should be our bedroom, uh, our house, and nothing goes beyond that. Nobody is going beyond. So the castle of your love relationship, everything, emotions should be that. My yeah. opinion. As long as you two agree on that. You can have any difference of opinion and you can should be i mean it's not natural normal 
perspective, I mean, I could tell you, um, my wife always uh, sees very different angle than I do, everything, which is her nature. But there's nothing wrong with that because that's how she, she's unique about that. And I have different view. Uh, these these are normal, uh, you know, I think. Uh, but I think uh, what really intrigues me is that with uh, technology, modern age, you think that, uh, you know, the relationship would be better off or durable or long lasting and so forth. It's actually opposite. So the divorce rates are going up. A lot of people decide not to marry. They remain single. So the question is this uh, technology age and this age, is that for real? Um, I mean, if you look at our parents and grandparents, I mean, they, they didn't have social media, right? But they had more everlasting relationships. So the question is, what are we missing in this age? Uh, you know, so I think uh, that's what I think uh, um, is a big dilemma, you know. So maybe some of the views or things or which we see on social media are not real. You know, they, they are not, they are pretending to say things to impress, but they are not real. And I think that with technology and, and what I see with younger people, they don't know how to have a conversation. Um, like they're so used to texting and everything going through technology and even my daughter who lives in the basement I'll say hey put that load of laundry in when you go downstairs and she says well text it to me I won't remember it's like you're you're walking down the stairs you could remember <laughs> this but you want me to text it to you this is crazy but I mean everything is through a text and and I hear it from my parents who say you know the, the grandkids don't don't ever call they'll send us a text it's because they don't know how to talk on the phone. Well, if you can't even talk on the phone, how are you going to talk in a relationship when everything is going through that technology? And, and I really think technology has hurt a lot of relationships, yeah. in my opinion. And that is true. So if you look at, uh, I have seen a household where two daughters or two sons or whatever, they will sit in the same car by side by side, but will not talk they will keep texting each other. So I have seen that, yes. And they, I and that has really hurt. I have seen that also in uh, kids, um, you know, when they're learning the language, the, the young, very young kids, uh, they, 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 they're very good with compu computers and phones. So they can, they know even now, you know, age three, my, I have a nephew, he can probably text me all that. But, uh, you know, but they would not talk, they, their speech is delayed. Okay. So their mm. speech capability is very delayed. And that is really hurting, uh, same way relationship, like you, she said, she talked to her daughter and say, but she'd rather get a text and so forth. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, we'll see time when they'll say, I do on texting, not even talk on the marriage. <laughs> That's <laughs> sad. <laughs> You will see that, that'll, that'll be coming soon. In a new series, they will say, oh, I do, I do, uh, I didn't get your text card. <laughs> so that's that's gonna happen. Well, when the, before technology and TV and Netflix and Hulu and all the 
media that we had, people sat and talked and had conversation. And now you, you sit in front of a television set or, you know, sit and watch the Netflix series all day or whatever. And I'm not saying that my husband and I don't sit and watch TV, we do, um, but not a lot. And we're completely content that we can sit on the front porch and talk for hours or not talk at all and, and just enjoy each other's presence. And I think that technology has really gotten in the way of a lot of relationships, whether it's husband, wife, or children, or grandparents, or whatever. So I think they, uh, I think the missing point uh, is, you know, they need to give time to uh, to each other. Like you said, you could be sitting next to each other, and then so the tolerance is another thing. Forgiving tolerance and forget things. So uh, everybody should have short memory, not demented, but should have short memory on everything pretty much whether uh, so you know so that is very important if you carry your grudges yeah, yeah, next days and days and that is hard i, I like to have uh, to bring debbie and dr moby to this to this other question um you, you know um in with your um, experience um, in your relationship and, and um, you've got people around you I mean I've got people around you mature um, they are trying to seek um, a companion in a union in a in relationship either married or not but you know in, in a stable relationship so, so my question is does um, that view of the world something I mentioned before um, makes it harder for for someone to come into your life as someone becomes established you know there's different phases of life right there is the um, you work in your career you work so hard and you neglect certain parts of your life especially for for a woman and and in my past um, interviews with, with a couple of women you know they have neglected a good part of their lives because they're very well educated like what um, Dr. Moby says, independent. So they thought they could live their lives alone until they hit a certain age, they think, hey, I think I missed out. So when, when they realize that they missed out um, in building a relationship, um, honestly, there is certain kind of anxiety that is unspoken, right? Man or woman, when they feel that they missed out. So at that particular stage, they've built their careers and uh, they, have, they have this kind of formed the view of the world, their values, the things that they bring on with them. Do you think it is harder? Because it is, yes, definitely wiser. Um, does it build a higher expectation for them to have someone to come into their lives? Or is it the other way that they make it easier? that okay i think i'm more realistic now in the past i was thinking of tom cruise but now i better come back to the earth what do you think um does it make it easier or harder dr Moby? yeah you know uh, you know it's not easier or harder so i think same so it is your um like you said somebody could be uh, you know looking for um mr right you know and then they could have Mr. Right next to them, but they never value or they didn't look at their way or they never 
thought that fits their model so what i always say if you have a kind of pre uh, preconceived uh, idea that you're going want this this in a person or this this it is nobody might not fit 100% if you if they fit very good you know but to find that i i think it's like um, you know i say go reverse say or believe that you have a soulmate which i believe sincerely everybody has um you know whether when you'll find or how you'll find is a matter of time yes and but just be yourself and you will be fine now if you have mr right definition and you want to explore that you're welcome to do that but remember also that you know that might increase your anxiety because you know it is like finding in my opinion it is like uh, winning a lotto okay lotto you can buy as many tickets as you want whether you'll really win a lotto you 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 and i know all of but have you also know you can buy as many tickets but how many time we won lotto very very realistically very less okay so it's like same in my opinion those chances on the other hand if you save some of those money instead of buying lotto and you, you would have made somewhere so same in relationship if you had made some progress on that finding or uh, believing in soulmate and you would have gone somewhere or found somewhere but whether you will really find a lotto yeah there are people who win lotto too but uh, you know then another question is whether that is the right person i mean if there could be a question that i might think that uh, you know that person is right for me but but uh, you know that was in my dreams only when you have a compatibility and all this testing like gabby was saying uh, you know that is you could be uh, next to each other and not talk for hours and that test that test when you do that test whether that person will pass or not that yet to be seen right so so, so the in my opinion you're absolutely uh, in a wrong way going in a really wrong way that's my philosophy what do you think well i mean i think that it doesn't matter how old we are when we get into a relationship we as people change all the time um things there are just certain things that are going to change whether it's you decide on a different career or um you're going to have family trauma or things that that change the dynamics of your relationship all the time so for me i personally think that if you have that trust and you have um that uh, that belief in the other person you can truly just get through anything um it it's a commitment it's that we're in it forever and we're going to we're going to make it work and there's no backing out. We've made divorce so easy these days that it needs to be there that um no no backing out. I I have a slight obsession with the Amish community. I love the Amish people. I think um there's so much neat things about them. And I was reading a book one time about Amish values and the interviewer had asked an old Amish couple who had been married for 60 years um what the secret was you know what is the secret to 60 years of marriage 
And both of them looked very confused. And finally the man said, nobody died. Um, I mean, when they said I do forever, they meant forever. Neither one are dead, so they're still married. That's just how it works. So I think it's that having that joint commitment and having that trust in each other is what's going to see a relationship through. Um, Jim and I have both changed in our relationship over the years and, you know, good or bad or different, it doesn't matter. We're still in it to win it and we're, we're going to stick by each other through it all. So um, I, I honestly think if you have those common core values, then you can make it through anything. I, um, so I'd like to pose a final question as conclusion to um, Dr. Moby. Dr. Moby, um, and also Debbie, um, in one minute, um, in a, realistically in a relationship, it takes so much to make it work every day. Um, at what point, um, you know, people are giving it up. People are giving up easily, like what Debbie was saying. Um, at what point, um, should people like really feeling that they're gonna push through that, that boundary? At what point do you think do you think people do want to give up, or it is not worthwhile to invest anymore? Is there such a point? Is there such a threshold, Doctor Moby? Hey, you know, I'm I'm always believer of no. You know, no. there's no threshold that you should give up. Uh, you know, and even I mean. If you you should or like I said, I'm a kind of this person who always believes uh, that things can happen late and they do actually happen and maybe better for you or both. Maybe you somebody is not as mature in uh, to handle that, and so maybe there's a higher power I always believe than us, which actually knows what is better for you or me okay Debbie? so that's what my belief is Debbie, the last uh, 30 seconds i i think unless um it, it becomes abuse i think if there's um physical yeah. abuse or, or some some type of abuse um that a person needs to get out but short of that i think that um if possible just remember the friendship Remember the friendship that started it all and go back to that and, and work work towards more. Thank you so much, um, Debbie and Dr. Moby for this wonderful talk. I mean, I, we need honest talk out there and I think we should revisit about family values. I hope that one day, um, very soon after my February special, we can revisit family values and talk about families, um, relationships within the families and reconciliation it's something that I hope people can talk about and share. How do they reconcile broken relationships? Thank you once again, um, Dr. Moby Thank and you. Debbie. Um, all over the world, from Singapore with love. Stay safe. Thank you so yes. much for being here. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you for having us. Take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.